Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bird Babble Podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Robin, and we're volunteers at the Rocky Point Bird Observatory located in beautiful Machosan, British Columbia on southern Vancouver Island. This is a show where we talk about the birds, the banding stations, various projects, and the volunteers at the observatory. It's Victoria Bird Week. And what does that mean? That means that last Saturday, May the 8th, Team Rocky Pointers participated in the 2021 Great Canadian Birdathon. So for this episode, we've decided to do something a little different than give you our updates about the observatory. That was actually what we call the big day. That's right. And we we all went out and did our own thing, counting birds. The time frame it varied from early in the morning to late at night, but that's what we did. There were six of us that actually went out and did this. Yeah, six different teams raising money for Birds Canada and the Rocky Point Bird Observatory. So just after sunset, after a really long day of birding, we decided to deprive the team of much-needed sleep (laughs) and get them into a round-table discussion on how their day went. Yeah, Yeah. we wanted to find out what they saw, where they went, and how they were faring up. (laughs) Boy, they were really, really tired. Yes, us included. Yeah. Sit back and listen to the Rocky Pointers as each of them tell their story on how they completed their big day. World Migratory Bird Day is coming to an end in a couple hours, actually. And it's been an exceptionally long day for the Rocky Pointers, who today were participating in the Birds Canada Great Canadian Birdathon raising funds for bird conservation and the Rocky Point Bird Observatory. Tonight, as we wrap up an amazing day of birding for such a great cause, we have team members Kim Beardmore, Jennifer Armstrong, Ann Nightingale, Yannicka Chick, Kathy Reeder-Lee, and Ashley Veldhoen also was participating. Yannicka is going to give us a quick update on on her uh, endeavors today to search for birds for the uh, cause. Now, each team member had their own method of participating in terms of how and were observing birds. And some of us now are feeling the physical effects (laughs) of the day. And this was this is our first big day. The last kilometer was really, really tough. Like Mm -hmm. our feet hurt so bad. And all I could think of is next time I want to do a big sit. I don't want to do a big day. I just want to do a big sit. Yeah. Find a lawn chair, find a really good spot, and just count birds for 24 hours. I'll be happy. I'm in. Let's start off with what your plan was for the day and where did you go and what did you do to get where you went to look for the birds. Let's start off with Yannicka. Okay. Well, I decided to bike and walk. So that meant I was really basically doing James Bay, Fairfield, and Oak Bay area. Um, Perhaps if I was 30 years younger, I would have gone much further than I actually (laughs) did. (laughs) But I decided to keep it to those areas, and I'm happy I did. Because it was a lot of walking and biking. I guess I... I didn't go as far as Anne, but I did probably, you know, I would say 30 kilometers or something in total. That, it's, that's um, that's, that's impressive. a long way. But that's biking too. That's not walking, only walking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I started off in Beacon Hill Park and as per usual, you get your most species in the first hour. And we're not, talk- and, we're not talking campers, are we? <laughs> we're talking birds. <laughs> Well, it was funny because Paul said, I'm coming with you because I don't want you in the park at 530 in the morning. Um, and you know what? I was actually glad he came because I'm busy looking at something in the trees. And, you know, these two campers come along. 
have you seen our headlight headlamp anyway yeah they, they weren't they could have been worse there was somebody screaming later on but anyway so he stuck with me for an hour or so which was good until there were more people in the park and then I said just you can go and actually the park was fun because of, of course I went early to try and get the barred owls and uh, I hadn't really been there very long and I heard one up on the hill hooting away and I was like oh great and right where I'm standing all of a sudden the mate starts to hoot and then the one on the hill flies in and the two of them are duetting right in front of me so that was very cool and uh, that I was that was really fabulous and then maybe 10-15 minutes later I was not far from there in a meadow and an osprey flew overhead and that was like whoa okay I wasn't expecting that wow and then maybe another 10 minutes later a cooper's hawk zoomed right by me so that was sweet that was really nice and um and then from there I went to Clover Point to try and get some seabirds and was relatively quiet uh but I I got a few things that you would expect to get there and then made my way back along the ocean stopping here and there then after a brief pit stop at home because it was en route to Oak Bay then um, I, I carried on and ended up in Uplands Park because I heard there was a lousily bunting there so I thought I've really got to get this bird and by the time I got there it was pretty quiet in the sense of, that the birds were not vocalizing very much but finally, right in the area where it was supposed to be, it started to sing. So that was fantastic. Yeah, it was, you know, it's always a lot of fun. And then at the end of it, you're thinking, oh, you know, am I going to make it through the day? But uh, you just keep going because you think one more species, one more species. But of course, there's always like some really weird birds that you miss, like the flicker. I just couldn't find a flicker anywhere. And I can't believe that because that is such a common bird in the area where I live. I always hear flickers. In fact, they've been destroying my neighbor's house. So I can't <laughs> believe I didn't get one. They really have, like she's beside herself. So of course it wasn't there. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun and it was great to kind of connect with people throughout the day. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So how many birds did you end up for, what was your? I ended up with 60, which That's for this good. area is pretty good. And I did miss, like I say, the flicker and a few others that I was hoping to get, but right. just didn't. Well, it sounds like you had a, you had a good day on your bike out there and, and uh, got a good number of birds. So Kathy, do you want to uh, tell us how your day went? You started, it sounds like you guys started off with a big bang up there and we're racking up numbers yeah. pretty quick. Well, yeah, well, my, my knees are not up to a walking or biking big day, but I decided to um, limit myself to the five-mile radius around my home. It started off with my husband waking me up at 1 o'clock in the morning because there was a solid <laughs> owl calling in our place. Oh, well, that nice. was nice of him. Yes, yeah, that was and that was great because the, the owling I planned to do later in the morning was a complete bust. That was the only owl I've got so far, but I might go out again after this. Yeah, so that was great. And then uh, my daughter joined me for the first part, and we went out, uh, you know, owling out up Mun Road, and then stopped at the Pike Lake, you know, at the Pike Lake uh, power lines there, and had a lovely time. Lots of nice things, hot and video, and red-breasted sapsuckers were banging on those giant power structures, oh. <laughs> off and forth to each other, which was quite entertaining. Yeah, and apparently we, I mean, we 
stop briefly at the uh, Prospect Lake Power Cup, where apparently there was a very today, but we didn't see that. Oh. And yeah, and then continued along some fairly uneventful birding in my patch. And then I went to neighbor, and in the distance, I saw something fly catch and went, oh, that looks like a kingbird. But as I approached, I couldn't see it anymore. And, you know, I was on a schedule, so I didn't pay much attention. And turns out John Costello found a Western kingbird in that exact spot later in the day. So I kicked myself on a couple of things there. And then uh, went on to, uh, well, a few other places. And then Goldstream Park, where I dipped on the dipper. I think that's the only time I've ever gone there without seeing the dipper. Mm. Um, and uh, so that was disappointing, but some other nice things. I think today I saw as many red-breasted sapsuckers as all other woodpeckers combined. Wow. Um, and which I don't think I've ever done that before. Yeah, and we couldn't find uh, one. Yeah, and then uh, I went all the way out to Bamberton, which is in my five-mile path across the Mason Arm, and got common gold knives, so one more species. And then up to Goldstream Heights, got one bedraggled band-tailed pigeon. And what was really wonderful was uh, a sooty grouse right on the side of the road, which was my last new species of the day. So that was very nice. And then I heard one hooting in the distance as well. So yeah, so the first and last birds of the day were great. And uh, yeah, 78 species total. Wow. Good for you. Yeah, wow. that's, that's, a, that's an awesome day. And I, I owe thanks to several other people for a number of my species. <laughs> that's great. That's a good total. And you're not finished. You might go out again. I think I will. I haven't done owling north of our place yet. And since my owl count is very small, I might go and see if I can get a barred owl in the Willis Point parking lot at Durant's Lake or something. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, yeah we didn't get any owls today. So maybe maybe we should go out. For a couple more hours. No. No? No? No. I'm done. I think you guys are probably tired. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not walking. Wherever we're going, I'm not walking. Um, Jennifer, can you give us an update to what you and Kim did? Uh, We spent, we started this morning and we walked the areas around Royal Roads University and Esquimalt Lagoon, kind of in one continuous loop from start to finish, about a total of 10 kilometers or so. And we walked about 8 o'clock to 3 o'clock. So it was a, it was a long day, but, but, you know, covered a lot of different ground, a lot of, a lot of places and paths and trails that I had yet, I, I hadn't yet been on, you know, I'm, you know, a bit new to the area. So it was really, really good to see, find some new places to go and some, you know, hidden ponds and, and good trails and knowing certain species on certain spots. That was really good. We had some total misses, but, you know, birds we thought for sure we would be able to get, but just completely evaded us. But it was a bit quiet in in some of the woods there around Royal Roads. We got a total, I got a total of 64, but I went out a bit after that. But we drove, we drove there and then we just walked the whole distance and then and then I drove back. What were some of the misses that you you were expecting to get, but you didn't get? Uh, creeper hmm. and bush tit. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, no red tail either, which you know may or may not have happened depending on on where you know how much open sky we got. Um, we didn't get any of those. We did get some two yellow legs. Nice. Two greater yellow legs. That was nice. An osprey, which was a little unexpected, but still great. Uh, one barred owl. I might go out a bit later 
tonight at my place and see if I can get any more owls, maybe a great horn or something. We had a couple of on nests, which was nice. One uh, one eagle's nest, one parent eagle in, in, in the nest already. Whether or not there were, I don't know how many eggs were there, but it was a nest that Kim had followed for quite some time, for many years in a row. So it was good to see another parent in there and another another brood coming and a starling on a nest in a tree cavity. Huh. I saw it fly up and then saw the starling come out and then the starling go in and the starling come out. So there was, you know, two of those in one day it was kind of nice. A bunch of goslings, I saw some gosling and some um, uh, other baby duck, wood ducks, I think, in the pond at, in the pond at Beckwith. Um, you, I mean, kind of the... The fun thing of the day was it at Charlie's Trail yep. at mm-hmm. Royal Roads. We started at one end, walked up to the other end, and sort of repeated the loop. But as we were coming up, there was a dozen or so robins making just a horrendous racket. Alarm calls, the whole nine yards, figured something was there. We couldn't see it, so we left and kept going, walked all the way up to the other end, made the loop, and came back, and it was still going on. Hmm. So we... We spent quite some time trying to find the predator that must have been in the area, crossed the log finally, and Kim spotted it was a barred owl, had apparently picked off one of their own, and the dozen or so robins, the noise was just insane. (laughs) And they were, you had to follow the robins to find out what they were looking at, and it took quite some time, but finally found him up in the tree with the barred owl, had found lunch, and the rest of the robins were definitely not happy. (laughs) But it was loud. It was quite, it was, I mean, it was interesting. It was, you know, yeah. really trying to dig through the foliage and find find what it was that they, they clearly could see as the threat. So it was an, an interesting way to spend 10 minutes really trying to find out what mm-hmm. was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so but this was, this was my first big day and I got the highest, my highest day count that I've had so far. And I even missed a few of the more common ones. So it was a super great day for me. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, you, you get that many species of birds and you do miss the ones that you're expecting, but it's still, it's amazing to go out there and to see. It, it's it's interesting. It's like a saturation event where you're hearing the same birds in different habitats and you're picking them up quicker and quicker. Yeah. It's, yeah, we we both enjoyed our, our big day too. So, so what did you end was, up with uh, number-wise? Uh, for me, 64. Right. Because I did just a little bit of extra outside after Kim and I were done our Royal Roads and Esquimalt Lagoon area. So he's probably got about 60, I would say. I only got a few extras that when I went out separately by myself. So super, it was a super great day for me, 64 total. And that was excellent. That's great. Yeah. And I will totally do it again. I will, I will join as a Rocky, (laughs) Rocky Pointer next year and plan a new route. Yeah. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm good. I'm late. I fell asleep on the couch. And, uh... That's totally understandable. <laughs> <laughs> so Jennifer, give us. I'm so jealous, Kim. I'm very, very jealous. <laughs> well, I can tell you that. I mean, and I only did Jennifer and I only did uh, 11 kilometers, and she probably did a bunch more after after she left me. But a little uh, bit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so your your 28 kilometers sounds. Uh, pretty ambitious yeah it was it was a lot yeah it was i think that's about what you did last year yannica i think you said you did 27 or 28 last year on your walk and, and, and did a few more kilometers than me because she had to go to look, look for the barn owl yeah. we, i don't know what she's done tonight but it's probably something similar yeah. so yeah i i just yeah i could not walk for the, the next day i don't think i did anything <laughs> So Kim, uh, 
Jennifer, give us an update on what uh, you guys did. Is From your perspective, how was your big day out there? Well, thank heavens I had a good set of ears with me. Otherwise, I'd have got, probably got three species. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it, it was interesting. Not nearly as birdy as I had hoped it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the cold wind and uh, the occasional showers uh probably put a bit of a damper on it for for the birds and it certainly did for Jennifer and me but uh, it was fun it was fun and we got some good birds I got some nice pictures of uh, of semi-palmated plover and uh, a couple of a uh, couple of nice shots of uh, of chipping sparrows but uh, other than that uh, you know it was pretty ordinary it's just uh, the, the the usual suspects around around the lagoon I reckon we probably got just slightly I uh, haven't haven't done the final tally yet, but uh, but I reckon we got 50 or so species. That's still a good day. That's great. Yeah. It's a good day of birding, but nothing near your 79, almost 80. <laughs> well, it's, I you know, I think just some of the habitats that, yeah. that we're around, the, you know, Panama Flats is at this time of year, you're going to pick up yeah. so many different birds there. And Beckwith Parks, you know, Beckwith Parks started off, you know, 31 species at that time in the morning, and yeah. I'd never seen it that crazy, you know, all the warblers yeah. and, mm-hmm. and tanagers and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's it was just a, hopping right now. It's a, it was a special couple of days, yeah. so, you know, it's it's just luck of the draw where they are, right? So. Well, in Ocean, Ocean Grove, we, uh, we had a, a reasonable start. We got about 38 species. But by the time we got into Royal Roads, it was it was re- really quiet, and uh, the the warblers weren't weren't in evidence. I'm sure they were there, but we weren't seeing them or hearing them. So right. it is what it is. But it was a great day birding, and thank you, Jennifer, for being my ears. <laughs> That's awesome. No problem. Okay, so let's go to Ashley's report. Yannicka, fill us in how she did. Just unmuted myself there. Yes, here, let me bring up her email. She's going to send photos too, so I'll be able to post them, but she's going to do that tomorrow. So she, they were, their big day, she was with a friend. They're driving out to work in Alberta. She said six hours of driving plus three hours and 54 minutes of birding on foot. 562 kilometers driven and 8.21 kilometers walked yielded 90 total species of birds. Wow. (laughs) We started in Midland and that's in Ontario and traveled all the way to Sault Ste. Marie, noting lots of broadwing hawks, sandhill cranes and ravens along the way. Three species of grebe, seven species of sparrow, sorry. One species of scoter, nine species of warblers, including Cape May, bay-breasted, pine, palm, yellow, northern water thrush, Nashville, yellow-rumped, and ovenbird. We also had our first great crested flycatcher of the year at the farm, as well as our beautiful eastern bluebirds. Of course, we had to count them before we left. I also want to say that it was a privilege to know that I was birding with all of you today, even though we are so far apart. I thought about you all the whole day and can't wait to see what you saw. I have a few nice pictures from today that I'll share tomorrow, but for now I'm heading to bed. (laughs) All the best, Ashley. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. That sounds like an amazing day. I'm so jealous. I want to see those Eastern birds. Yeah. It's uh, that's, I think that's number one on our list of things to do when we finally come out of this uh, travel restrictions, stay at home <laughs> thing we're working on right now. Uh, go go back east and see some of the the warblers that they have back there would be my number one thing. So, 
That's yeah. super. I'm glad she could uh, join the team, raise money for the observatory. That's a, an amazing thing to do too. So that's awesome. Before we get to Anne, because we know Anne's story is going to be so much better than everybody <laughs> else's with her adventures today. We'll just give you a quick update to what we did. Our plan was to head out by foot and basically stay out there for 12 hours. And we were going to head to Christmas Hill first thing this morning. But because of what happened at Beckwith Park yesterday with the rarities coming in, we decided, why not? That's where we would start and get the lazuli bunting. And sure enough, it was there bright and early, 6 o'clock in the morning. The yellow-headed blackbird was not there. So we uh, picked up, I think, a 31 species in the park. And then we made our way on foot to Christmas Hill and then to Swan Lake. Uh, Swan Lake was pretty quiet this today. Not uh, There's nothing on the lake at all. No. And then we decided to head to Panama Flats and pick up a bunch of the shorebirds, which we needed for this year anyways, and as, as well as a lot of the swallows. So Panama Flats was really good. We've got the uh, short-billed dowichers were there. We solitary sandpiper, spotted sandpiper, and we got the uh, cliff swallow, mm-hmm. which we also needed. Tree swallow we also got. So that was, and that was Northern good. Rough Wing, which Northern we needed for the year so, as well. Yeah, Panama turned out really well for us in both terms of personal needs and for the actual Brutathon. And then we started our way along Colquitt's Creek. At this point, we were really looking for Rufus hummingbirds and uh, Bewick's wrens. We hadn't seen either. Pacific wren. Oh, Pacific wren. Lots of Bewick's out there. Uh, so we thought, okay, we'll probably get them in Colquitt's Creek, at least the the uh, Pacific Wren, and there was nothing there. And then we started working our way down to Rithet's Bog, and as we're walking along the creek, I see this black thing fly through the trees, and I thought, oh, there's a crow carrying a Coke, <laughs> Coke can, right? So this black crow with this red Coke can in the front of its beak. And then I realized when it did a high bank and flew up into the snag, it was a pileated woodpecker. But seeing it fly through the trees, I really couldn't get a visual on it, but it just looked like a crow carrying a big Coke can in front, but it was actually just the pileated with its brilliant red head. So that that was a bird we needed there, along with the hairy woodpecker was in there. And then we got to uh, Rithet's Bog, Worked our way down to Lockside Trail. At this point, we were crawling along Lockside Trail when we heard that in Beckwith Pond was blueing teals. Kevin Slagboom had texted me and said, there's some blueing teals in your pond. We needed blueing teals. So we slowly made our way into the pond, and sure enough, we uh, we picked up on the... Uh, blue-winged teals, which was kind of neat. And right next to the teals was a hooded merganser, merganser, which we also needed. And we also heard that the yellow-headed blackbird was back at Beckwith, which we hadn't found in the morning. We'd found it the day before. And so we went around, after we found the teals, we went around and stood for about four minutes looking for the yellow-headed blackbird until our feet... (laughs) We couldn't stand anymore. I said, I got to go home. I can't stand. I just can't stand here and wait for that bird. So it it was possible that it was there, but uh, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> so we that were. Was, that was 28 kilometers later. So my feet were done. So the uh, Hooded Merganser was 
number 79 in our species, but there was one bird we still wanted in Beckwith Park, which we saw yesterday, and that was our logo bird, mm-hmm. the black throated gray warbler, and I couldn't find it. Yeah. That would have been really neat to hit the, the 80 number with that special bird, but yeah. So we missed the Rufus Hummingbird, the Pacific Wren, and the Black-Throated Gray were our big ones. Yeah, and I think, yeah, the, our number one bird, of course, would have been the Lazuli Bunting first thing this morning. That was, you know, start off your day with that was pretty cool. So anyways, that was uh, that was our day. Yeah, our feet hurt. <laughs> yeah, still. So, Anne, you decided to do something today to uh, do your big day that you haven't done in a f- maybe a couple of years. So yeah, tell us about so. your adventure. Yeah, well... I'll tell you all throughout today, I was uh, thinking, okay, I'm, I've got a list here of poor judgment things and a list here of good judgment things. And one of the poor judgment things was not getting on my bike like about a month ago. <laughs> one of my good judgment things was not getting on my bike yesterday, because if I had gotten on my bike yesterday, there'd be no way I could have ridden my bike today. Uh, there will be no bike riding tomorrow. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, um, so, uh, probably the worst judgment thing I did today. Uh, you know, you guys know I don't trust weather people, but they said it was going to be nice and I was trying to keep things a little lighter. So jacket, who needs a jacket? I could have <laughs> used a jacket, uh, especially by this afternoon. I was uh, thinking, okay, I know some people that live out this way. Maybe I can put in a phone call and ask if they could lend me a sweater, just put out the end of the driveway <laughs> or something, right? And I'll wash it and return it to them. Um, it was cold. It was really, really cold out there today. I was on the waterfront from, well, I guess I should start at the beginning. I, um, woke up really early this morning and just the excitement about the big day, I couldn't get back to sleep. I, I wanted to listen for owls. So I listened and at one 30, I had a barred owl and I hadn't heard anything else by about three. So I thought, well, maybe I should just go outside and sleep outside. And then I, I'll hear like if there's a great horn or a barn owl going over, then that would be nice to get those ticked off. Um, so I went outside for about an hour, got too cold, came back inside. And finally, just about the time I was supposed to wake up, I was feeling like, oh, I could really sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a, a bit of a sluggish start, which was kind of in the plan because I live in a forest and there's all sorts of birds here, including multiple Pacific wrens, none of which were singing this morning. Uh, in fact, Pacific Wren was one of the last birds that I got, and I only got one in the whole hmm. day, uh, which is just shocking to me. Uh, so I, I went from here down to Martindale Flats, and by the time I left Martindale Flats, I'm thinking, oh, this isn't so bad. You know, and I'm so only nine, nine o'clock. I've, I can cover all the things I wanted today and maybe do some extra that I hadn't planned. Then I hit the uh, waterfront between Martindale Flats and Sydney. And the wind was coming in and it was cold and there were white caps and you couldn't see any birds out on the water. So my numbers were not going up very quickly. I have to give uh, kudos to folks like Daniel that ride out there all the time, like to go to Basin Bay and such. It's like, that is a long way out there. I live in central Saanich and that was a long way out there. He lives a lot farther away. Um, so got to Sydney, picking up a few birds here and there when Yonica. Um, asked about numbers, um, I discovered that that eBird now does give you your day totals, which is something that they used to be able to do for on iThings, I but not on Androids. But you can look that up now. 
uh, just by going to the website and get it. So um, I was at 67 at that point when I stopped at Tim's, the only Tim's on my route, another poor judgment thing, only one Tim's on a big day route doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make sense at all. Um, walked my tea down to the waterfront for, for Brant's Cormorant and got that. So that was good. And then I headed across the peninsula. I did not pick up another bird that whole distance across the peninsula. So I'm staying at 67. Um, got to Pat Bay and was thinking, well, I know I can get purple martins here and osprey here. Uh, well, I got osprey there, not purple martins. Anything that eats insects was was staying out of the air today. No flycat. Well, I had a, a Pacific Slope flycatcher first thing this morning and heard a couple during the day, but no other flycatchers. Um, I missed Townsend's and black throated gray warbler and maybe some others too. Vireos, I did not get Cassin's Vireo, although I wasn't thinking that I would get that. There were lots of warbling Vireos around early in the day. Mm-hmm. Nothing later in the day, right? Like it just really seemed that anything that wanted insects was was scarce in the afternoon. From Pat Bay, I decided I was headed out to um, Pendray Farm, which is not open to the public, but I got special permission from them to go there today, which was a good thing because I picked up a fair number of birds there, but not the ones that I thought I was going to pick up. There were a number of bald eagles there. And by that time, I was cold and I was tired (laughs) and they were scavenging. And I kind of thought about just maybe lying down and letting them have their way with me. Um, Because at that point, I'm thinking... Okay, do I do I call a friend with a truck and say, uh, you know, I really need to be rescued here, or uh, what do I do? It, things were very sore. I I did a live update and I I commented that my uh, bike wouldn't start, uh, not because it's electric. It's not electric, but I couldn't I couldn't press my leg hard enough on the pedal to make it start unless I had a downhill incline. To, to get going. So from that point on, I uh, was walking all the uphills and only riding on the downhills, maybe some flats if I had a downhill going into them. Uh, but I was going slow enough that I actually managed to pick up a number of my my misses, which included pileated woodpecker, um, house wren. Oh, I can't even remember now. Uh, things that I had missed uh, along the way that... I was going slowly enough that I was picking them up. I knew where there were some McGilvery's warblers, but it was another uphill, not very far, but another uphill. And I went, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. I'll be one less there. And uh, as for those barn owls that I haven't checked to see if they're there, but I expect that they are. I didn't go for them tonight either. And I might not, I just might not. My biggest surprise at that point was uh, wood ducks out at Pandre Farms. I was not expecting hmm. to see wood ducks there. Wow. So that was that was pretty cool. I, I got purple martins there and tree, sp- tree swallows. So I, I uh, only missed the northern rough wing at that point. And I, I end up with all the woodpeckers, except for Lewis's, which would have been really nice. The one that was out at Martindale Flats the other day. Who knows where that one went? But I was so cold and so tired and body parts were not working. Like it, when I was trying to start my bike, this is what I'm talking about. My my calf was going, you do that that one more time and I'm going to cramp right up. If you want a Charlie horse, just keep trying that. 
because uh, I'm doing it. Right? <laughs> uh, I got home. I have 28 stairs in my house. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to make it up to my office for this Zoom meeting, <laughs> but I but I did. And uh, as I'm approaching the end of the day, I was still at Pendray, and John Costello texted me that he had just found two Western Kingbirds at Maber Flats. Now that was one of my after I get home, I'll I'll do that. It's not very far. I could have walked. I didn't have to get on the bike to do it. When I got home, it's like there's no way I'm walking there. <laughs> Fortunately, I, I recently purchased a new to me electric vehicle so I could keep my, my fossil fuel fee, free um, goal for today and hopped in my car and drove down to Maber Flats, the closest destination of any that I went to today um, and did manage to see the Kingbirds. So that was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, I picked up Kestrel on, on my last, within a kilometer of my house, um, picked up that. I thought I'd get that at Pendry didn't get that didn't get great horned owl the only owl i got was barred owl it was harder than walking last year i walked and i think i did 30 kilometers i covered a lot more ground but a lot of it was was there was nothing there <laughs> it's so mm -hmm. great i just drove or rode another 15 kilometers and didn't find anything <laughs> so um, i like your idea of a big sit mark i did one one year and panama flats is the place Right? Like it's an awesome place for a big sit. And I really like your idea, Kathy, of, of doing the five mile radius circle. Um, although I think in both of our circles, we have things like Bear Hill and uh, <laughs> other things that would still make me feel probably pretty similar to how I feel right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually pretty sore yeah. just from the, <laughs> the walks that I did. Yeah. Anyway, it was a really fun day and, you know, trying to do the updates on uh, Facebook and such, um, I think added a little bit of, a little bit of flavor to it. I did run into some people that knew about us doing the big day, which was kind of interesting. Hmm. And uh, I think the funniest one was I was headed down to the James Island Wharf and this woman with binoculars was coming up from the wharf. So I asked her if she'd seen any birds and she said, well, nothing really unusual, but you sound like Anne Nightingale. And I thought, okay, that's pretty good, right? Like, I don't know this person, but she had been attending the uh, birder, birding by ear sessions. And she said her birding by ear was not that much better, but, but she apparently can birder by ear. Um, so <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. I told her that if she could recognize my voice, then it's only a matter of time before she starts recognizing the birds. So, that's you awesome. mentioned uh, you mentioned barred owl. Did uh, did Jennifer tell you our barred owl story? She did. I think we're the only ones that didn't get an owl today. No, we didn't get an owl. I ran into Liam Reagan at Maber just at the end of the day. He was also doing a big day. He wasn't on the Rocky Pointer team. We'll have to try and recruit him for next year. And he was he was on the verge of getting to a hundred species for the day, but he was oh. driving. So that that does make it more likely that you can do that. So all these alerts that were coming in today, bing, 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 and it's going, okay, not near me, not near me, not near me. Um, exactly. Oh, oh <laughs> man, Mark and Robin are going to get that. Oh, Yannicka's going to get that one. All of these <laughs> were, were way out of my range. Huh. Yeah, we saw Liam actually in Beckwith Park at six o'clock this morning getting the, the, uh, the, bunting. the bunting, and he, he, he says to me, there goes a common loon. And I turn around and go, where? And he goes, right there. And I miss it. Yeah, we both, Mark and I, are looking. We couldn't couldn't find it. But he, it's funny. He never said he was doing a big day. 
but yet he he was. He says that he's uh, he's gotten to ninety nine three times or something, and has never done a hundred bird big day. So the the uh, the birds that were being called in right at the very end of the day, like the bullocks Oreo and stuff, might have made it possible for him to to actually break that hundred mark. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, uh, any other thoughts on how the day went for each of you? I know that uh, Robin and I have to get up at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning to waddle our way into the convention center to get jabbed. Yeah. We may look a lot older than we are as we waddle in tomorrow morning. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, but we, I'm going regardless. <laughs> I'm going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. We actually had the option of getting the shots the last couple of days. And we decided, mm-hmm. no, let's just wait until we get the big big day out of the way will be fine but mm-hmm. you know what we're gonna not be able to walk in the morning but no. who cares uh, we have wheelchairs for that yeah <laughs> we, we might be calling medivan in the morning to pick us up and take us to the to the convention center we could have got the shot on thursday last thursday but i thought you know occasionally some people aren't feeling good right after and i thought i want to do this big day i, I don't want to miss that so we booked it for the sunday morning so so as of tonight, the team has now raised $2,938 of a $5,000 goal, wow. which is pretty an amazing accomplishment. And no doubt that total will get closer as we get closer to the end of the year. And we might even exceed that amount. Uh, who knows? So uh, Yeah, I know there are some people that are, plan to donate that haven't done so yet. So um, we should see that increase even over the next little while. And mm-hmm. of course, there's a, there's a fall big day we can do. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that that's doing it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, congratulations to each of you for what you have accomplished today in your own way and supporting bird conservation and, of course, raising funds for Rocky Point. And thanks for taking the time to talk to us at this late hour, two hours before the end of the big day. Okay. So get out there. If you're going to do it, get out there. you got two hours. (laughs) Still cold out. What an amazing group of birders who are raising funds for the bird conservation in Canada and the Rocky Point Bird Observatory. Congratulations, Team Rocky Pointers. And we have an update on the team totals as of today. Money raised is now at $3,570 of a goal of $5,000 to date. Mm -hmm. And you can donate right up until December 31st. And we'll put links in the show notes as to where you can donate to the team. Team Rocky Pointers finished their big days with 162 total species. And 117 of those species were located in the capital region here around Victoria. That's right, because Ashley was back in Ontario driving with her friend and raising money for Rocky Point, and they had 45 species. 45 species of many birds that we can only dream to once again see. (laughs) One day. One One day. day. And Nightingale had 82 species. And we did a quick tally with V-Bird, and we actually came up with 80 instead of 79. Mm-hmm. Kathy Reeder had 78 species. Kim Beardmore and Jennifer Armstrong teamed up for a total of 59 species. Mm-hmm. And Yannicka had 60. Just as a note, we actually, one of the first birds we had on our, our first checklist of the day, it was actually 41 species that we got in our local patch right behind the house Beckwith Park and we went there because on Friday morning a very special rare bird arrived and as of recording tonight this is now Thursday night that bird's been here for six days 
And I think we've seen it. Yeah, we've seen it every day we've gone out. and. Yeah, I think I've e-birded it over 10 times for sure. So it gets confirmed on by the uh, e-bird reviewers pretty quickly now because everybody's seeing the bird. Mm-hmm. And it's a lazuli bunting. Lazuli. Lazuli. There's many ways you can say it. <laughs> Anyways, that's, right. that's one of the reasons why we decided to start our big day in our park. We actually had two birds that day, two rare birds. We had a yellow-headed blackbird as well. So our patch in behind the house, Beckwith Park, is actually, it's a sleepy little patch, actually. Usually we can go out there and maybe get 29, maybe 35 species, somewhere in that range. But the past week, it's been pretty special with the birds that I've visited. It's actually become the gem for Victoria. That's right. It's experiencing its 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Yeah, lots of birders that we can see from the house looking for the lazuli bunting, so... Pretty proud to have the rare bird that's about uh, 300 meters away from our back door. And that wraps up this episode of Bird Babble. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at birdbabblerpbo at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to check out the Rocky Point Bird Observatory pages on Facebook and Instagram. And to find out more information about the observatory, go to their website at rpbo.org. The Bird Babble podcast can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also follow us on the Bird Babble podcast Facebook and Instagram pages. So check out the links in the show notes. Music for this Bird Babble episode is provided by Purple Planet, and their website can be found at purple-planet.com. And until next time, take care, happy birding, and thanks for listening. <laughs>